back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now here again is Matt Mosley. This is Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Ryan McGuire joining us, Baylor Volleyball right now. And, uh, boy, I tell you, I have been pouring over this schedule. The 2023 Baylor Volleyball Conference schedule was announced last week. And, Ryan, welcome uh, welcome back to the Mosley Show. And I hope you're refreshed. I mean, camping or being outdoors, not always refreshing to me, probably. Uh, but how was it for you? Did you kind of clear your head and have a nice few days away? Yeah, Matt, thanks for having me on. Definitely had a great time. Uh, just me and the wife able to get away, big band. And, uh, wow. yeah, just uh, love seeing the stars. We, we did one of those uh, – Igloos in the middle of the desert, did some hiking, and just got away just just some time to ourselves. So once uh, once May 31st hits, our new girls arrive, and I'm, I'm scheduled all the way till Christmas. So this is my time to recharge for sure. Yeah, by coming on the Mosley Show. This is how a lot of people like to recharge, Ryan, uh, to get on here with me. Now, was there some stargazing? Like, do you do you ever uh, – like to go to any of these, I don't know if it's not really a planetarium, but use some of those telescopes and you get out there in the middle of the desert. Do you try to identify and you know, what star that is? What's your, what do you all like to, what's the most fun thing you do out there other than all that hiking? I uh, enjoyed the hiking. To me, just seeing the stars, like Big Ben is one of the international dark skies and, and just, uh, mm. I don't know, I, I think when you feel small or reminds you of doing things just, for a bigger reason, bigger purpose. We, uh, we saw, we didn't even know what it was, but we saw Elon Musk's uh, star train or our Starlink train of 60 satellites all lined up in a row, just flying through the sky. I had no idea what it was. I had to look it up. Uh, so those, those you can't normally see too often, but uh, so that was kind of unique as well as just seeing, you know, billions of stars out there that uh, you can't normally see in other places. Okay. Yeah, are there is there like a nice hotel where I could like hike around, enjoy parts of Big Ben, but maybe find a lodge or something like that? <laughs> the igloo is a little worrisome to me. Yeah, they uh, they got lodges, but it's uh, it's not the Hilton. It's uh, it's pretty desolate out there. Um, but but again, beautiful sunrises, sunsets, and uh, uh, again, I good chance to, to get away. So. Yeah, no cell phone coverage out there and that kind of thing. So that's uh, that's good. Now, let's break down this schedule a little bit. Um, First of all, all these new teams coming in, uh, I I guess you've already kind of started to look at them, scout. You open uh, at BYU on uh, September 23rd. That is a Saturday. So you have some of these single-type games, and you have these series that you get involved with. In fact, that next Friday and Saturday, you'll be at Iowa State. Um, so you've got some great home matchups at Farrell, but that is a tough way to open up with those back-to-back uh, road trips. What did you think overall about how the schedule lays out when you, when you first got to take a peek at this thing? Well, I think overall, I was trying to figure out who I uh, who I upset and who was mad at Baylor when they put it to, together. <laughs> it's uh, you know we're kind of in a weird. You know, we have Texas and Oklahoma one more year. We have the four new schools, so it's 
there'll never be another schedule like this. Hopefully we go back to home and home next year. So how they decided which series and who was single, but I, I think they said, all right, well, how did the big 12, how do they, the teams finish, you know, who are the top four teams uh, the last three or four years. Let's put Baylor at the road on all of them. So, you know, we're at Texas twice. We're at uh, Iowa State twice. We're at Kansas. And then uh, and then you throw in BYU, who's, you know, been in the Final Four not so long ago, perennial, <clears throat> a powerhouse. Uh, we'll put them at the road there, too, and uh, make it all early. So we're, uh, we're, we're going to have to be pretty good road warriors early. Uh, you know, Baylor having all those home football games, you know, means we got to travel as well because we, we can't host when Baylor football's at home. So we're, uh, we have some great home matches, definitely need a crowd involved there. But uh, we're, we're on the road a lot early, especially in conference and in preseason. So we'll, uh, we'll be overcomers. I, honestly, I wasn't too happy with kind of where we ended up, but nothing we can do now but, but be good. Yeah, you could file a protest or something, but maybe it would just help in the future. But uh, this really is. Now, you finish with some home matches and everything in November, but you're right. Baylor has so many home games. That's interesting, the the part about y'all not being able to host with Baylor because Baylor opens with four home games and four out of the first five games, I believe, are at home. So that kind of uh, that impacts uh, things. Um I guess football sometimes takes precedence. Ryan, stop me if you've ever heard that one before. Uh, it is Ryan McGuire on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Tell me, you, you mentioned BYU. What about UCF, Houston, teams that are on the schedule here? What, what do they bring to the conference? I would think there's some talent certainly coming out of Florida. What, what, are, what have you been able to determine about, uh, about those programs? Yeah, well, Houston was uh, Sweet 16 last year. Great coach, good program. Texas has lots of talent, so I, I think them joining the Big 12 will only make them stronger over the years. So that, that's probably, a, you know, uh, one that we'll have to recruit against even more so as we move forward. But uh, they, they do extremely well. And then uh, UCF has been dominating their conference. They've kind of been one of those teams that goes like – 30 and one, 30 and two, and um, it, you know maybe doesn't have the toughest conference schedule, and and they'll uh, they'll go a round or two in the tournament. So also a perennial uh, tournament team as well. So we uh, <clears throat> Cincinnati when they had Jordan Thompson, she's now with their national team was was doing really well. They've been off the last couple of years, but uh, we, we're bringing in four great strong programs for sure. So. It, uh, it strengthens RPI and, and just makes, again, every match important. Who all arrives May 31st? You were talking about that. That's going to be a long haul once everybody kind of gets in, starts working together. Um, what, what, I guess you get, do you get the full complement of players at that point? Do you expect your incoming freshmen? Like who, who all shows up at that point? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have pretty much most of the team be here on 31st, have a big family barbecue at my house. Uh, we had some great freshmen join us early in January, but the, the rest of the freshmen will be arriving. So uh, Tori Davis, great athletic physical middle out of California, 
parents are, you know, mom's a former Olympian, uh, dad, world-class swimmer, uh, Kendall Murphy out of Arizona and, um, another libero, uh, Tahani out of, out of California coming, coming in to join us and, uh, another great setter, local, uh, Dallas kid, uh, <clears throat> Crack uh, joining us as well, so uh, it'll be good to have the full team, and, and they'll get acclimated and uh, get to start putting some reps in strength training and, uh, and get ready when August comes. We we open up with Minnesota and Wisconsin again out of the gate, so we'll we'll need to be ready. This this team's unique. I have no seniors. First first team I've ever had with no seniors on the squad, so we're really young. No seniors. That that really is. You were young last year, but y'all still did some really good things. Uh, so you do have some experience, but the no senior leadership, that is really interesting. How How is that California? Boy, you don't mind recruiting out there, do you? Arizona, California. Uh, and, I mean, it, it just, that's been a, a great thing. I mean, it, does Baylor just kind of on the map now, I guess, because of y'all's success over the past five, ten years? Um, when you go out there, is Baylor pretty much recognized when you go to these events, show up around the country? Uh, what, what kind of what kind of talk is there about Baylor when you go to these places like California where such amazing players come out of? Yeah, well, Baylor really has become popular out in California. I, I think is kind of crazy California starting again. And again, I grew up there. Um, they really, I think, like what Baylor is all about and who we are and, and just the quality of product that, that our student-athletes are, are bringing. I think, um, you know, when these athletes and families visit not just Baylor Volleyball, but visit Baylor University, they they love the, the traditional family feel and just how caring all of our support staff are. And I don't know, the, the timeless principles and values that, that Baylor is still holding on to just seems to resonate. Uh, for a lot of families across the country, but you know, like I said, California getting a little crazy. I, I think it's becoming more and more attractive to just uh, hardworking families that that want to see these values instilled in their athletes. Do you cater this barbecue, the family uh, barbecue, like May thirty first, or is that something where you know, uh, Coach McGuire, you get out there on the grill and and uh, and kind of work that over? No, we uh, we actually have Helberg do it. I'm out here in China Springs, so they're they're right around the corner from oh. me. The uh, the owner has actually graduated from Biola University, which is my alma mater. So I'm I'm a BU fan, Baylor and BU, Biola University, also California. So we have that in common as well. So they they uh, they make it great. I, I got so much yard work to do. I can't. I, I'm lucky to get all that all the grass mowed and the pool cleaned in, in time for everybody. Well, you know they're sponsors of this show, by the way. Philip and Yvette, I mean, that is big time. Yeah. The Hellbergs, Biola. That is uh, – yeah. and, and now, did you play um, – you, you played uh, volleyball there? What was your What was your background there when you went to – what was your uh, – what was going into your mind when you chose that particular school? You know, I, I knew I always wanted to coach, and I was coaching, you know, when I was in high school, I was uh, coaching junior high, and, um, you know, it was, it was junior high flag football. I thought I was going to be a football coach, and mm-hmm. uh, but by, by going to Biola, you know, I thought Boston University, I was looking all over the country, but 
they uh, I, I was able to get the job there and allowed me to keep coaching at the junior high and then allowed me to coach uh, at the high school. So the high school I graduated from had great coaches, incredible mentors, and they were moving on. So as, as a freshman in college, I was a JV boys volleyball coach at my uh, my high school. Boys volleyball is a big deal out there. We had won CIF three years in a row and uh, eventually was coaching varsity. And long story, very short. AD made me stop doing football to help out on the uh, girls' volleyball side, and I I knew nothing about girls. They still had cooties for me way back then and no sisters, and I had to give up football, you know, <laughs> to coach JV girls' volleyball. And, man, it, it's uh, my, my eyes were, were wide open to a whole new experience. But uh, they were so much more appreciative than the guys, and, uh, man, I love, I love where God's taken me, so – that's interesting. Even at that point, you recognized immediately the girls seemed to have that attitude, more appreciative, and then you just said, hey, I'm going to coach the women moving forward. Um, and, and, boy, you've had a lot of involvement in the Olympics, you know, uh, Olympic-type volleyball, the uh, some of the different teams. I mean, it's really been cool to watch your career and read about all of that. But, uh, well, I hope you're rested and uh, that May 31st staring you in the face right there. I really appreciate you uh, coming on, Ryan. And then uh, if you need to get some more excursions in, just do it. I mean, there's some good day trips, by the way, some good uh, natural play, you know, like Marble Falls. They've got that Table Rock yeah. or whatever that is. Um, you and your wife could uh, could go to some of those places. So don't rule out some of these Texas state parks. We, uh, we've hit those up already, and so we'll, we'll stay on it. But, uh, hey, I'm, I'm down for pickleball. Uh, Elise McGee and our team actually worked at Chicken Pickle down in San Antonio. So I got down there, played her and her dad, and uh, we, uh, we took our whole team. I took one practice in the spring. We had a pickleball tournament with our whole team. So maybe next time we'll, we'll get you out there for that. Who was the uh, – who on the team – was this the most naturally gifted pickleball player? I'm glad you said that chicken pickle because I, uh, I was trying to think of that earlier. Those things are starting to crop up, and we're getting uh, several in the Metroplex. You know they're headed to Waco at some point. Who would you say is the most gifted? And you can say yourself if if uh, if if you know if you if you've already become sort of a dominant uh, pickleball player. I could see that you have great length and great wingspan. Well, we, we did two tournaments, and uh, the head coach, myself, uh, I won with Avery Carlson and then uh, Lauren Brisenio. So uh, I, I'm shouting out because Elise McGee says I need to be humbled, and, and uh, we got rained out the last time. She thinks she'll gonna, she's going to win next time. But, uh, yeah, Lauren Brisenio, who's, who's in the Pan American Cup right now with Ali Check and uh, Coach Walker, and then uh, Avery Carlson. So we uh, we won the championship last last two times. So yeah, it's kind of amazing how it's taken off. And uh, and by the way, I think the thing that's great about it, all ages seem to enjoy it. And it, and then uh, people will gather at these rec centers around town and rotate through. And um, it's uh, it really is a neat deal. In fact, I'm going to try to get my sophomore and high school daughter involved in a little pickleball that's a fun friday and saturday night activity um all right well listen great to 
great to visit with you. And I've been out scouting around, by the way, volleyball. I've been going to more high school matches, been checking out the Metroplex. In fact, I saw a great player from Prosper. I wish I could remember where she's going. You would know. She was either a junior or senior last year. She was going to go play somewhere big. She was on the Prosper team. But I have been making it a point to attend more volleyball matches. So I, I just thought I'd share that with you. Well, love having you. A fun, exciting sport. And we're going to have another great season. All right. Sounds good. There he goes. Ryan McGuire, um, fresh back from the uh, mountains, Big Ben, out there stargazing, hiking, and then uh, right in the middle of the desert in an igloo. Aaron, what is that? Are those those little portable? What are we talking about with an igloo? I mean, I, I, I you know, I'm thinking of ice type stuff. Or, or what do we think these are a little portable type deal that uh, they just have several igloos? Or do you have to kind of rent your igloo and take it out there yourself, kind of haul it out there? I'm not sure. Let's see if the Google machine can tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust that. I don't either. I don't trust that. I, w- I wish we'd look, get uh, get Coach back on. <laughs> but uh, good to visit with him. Uh, Lauren Brasenio Bres- Bre- uh, and Avery Carlson, big-time pickleballers. And I wish I could remember, Aaron, he said one of the dads from San Antonio had some pickleball. Aaron, have you played pickleball yet? I have not. I'm going to, though. Who Who in our building is most likely to have tried pickleball hmm. outside of me? That's Gary? A, mm, <laughs> I don't know. I would, let's see. <laughs> I think if you play in jeans, he would do it. I think probably if you Ward. Could play in a pair of Wranglers. Ward is very athletic. And if, they can, if he could take uh, Coco out there with him, have that beautiful dog. Uh, now, the, Coco might try to get involved is the only issue. You don't want to be the one that shows up at a tennis court's or the track or whatever with the dog, okay? Because then people, you know, that's a beautiful dog, but people, you know, they want those dogs on a leash. All right, Aaron, um, it is time for something we call Campus Confidential. Con- news continues to pour in on that front. We'll do that next. Recently on the John Moore Show. <laughs> 